Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Glad you're here for more of your listener questions. And Ricky is back. That's right. It's Ricky and Scott as we answer your listener questions right along with me. And we have some great questions today as well as what not to miss for a first timer on a Disney cruise and especially on your island day at Castaway Key. So we talk about that. We also talk about great dining options for the times before your Halloween party. If you're down there this Halloween season, which kicks off next week, can you believe it? Should you dine at Cinderella's Royal Table? What about Be Our Guest or one of the restaurants, you know, at the Polynesian or Wilderness Lodge? We talk about that. And Mike and Ricky talk about the time a guest dressed up like Captain Jack Sparrow got up on the table at Kona Cafe and was promptly escorted out by Disney security even before a Halloween party. It was only like 5 o'clock in the evening. Also, Mike shares a story about the one time he got nervous about getting the bends down at space camp when he was going to do some scuba diving because we talk about snorkeling at Castaway Key. This and many other great stories on today's podcast. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents over at the Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you out. And it's no cost to you. Check them out today over at the Magic for Less. Com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you sincerely to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible and you allow our podcast to go out all around the world three to four times a week. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that extra show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, please come on over Patreon.com. Slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2130 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week and staying cool because guess what? The heat is back here in most parts of the country. So uh, chill out, sit in the pool, listen to our show, but make sure you don't get that iPhone or Android device wet Keep it safe, but uh, take us along with you, whatever you're doing this week. We're getting ready to inform you with some Disney answers to your listener questions. And at least, you know, try and give you some fun Disney talk. So today, I know that you've been hanging out with Mike and Scott for the last two weeks. It's just been us for a while. You have one of your familiar friends back, and we are so glad to have her joining us today. She is, I still think, I'm not sure, but I think she is from... The mouse for less.com. I don't know, but she's back. We have Ricky. Ricky, welcome back to the show. You found Yay! us. Yay! I am. It's so good to be back. I missed you guys. So, um, and, uh, you know, it's just, I'm home. So, yeah, it's good to be back. So, to be back. you know, I, I was, we're, we're glad to have you back. I mean, because definitely this is your home. You've been with us here, you know, as the, as the show's gone on for almost 15 years now, as the show's been here. And, uh, you know, people have been asking where you've been, and I, I will. I know you can't say anything, and, you know, you've no. 
you have been in a way under the weather, as I've been saying, but I'm just saying reality TV might've been calling for the fall, you know, and you, <laughs> you just had to go away under some weather for a short time period. So, I mean, saying. Mike, there is the new love boat coming out. Right. So, right. I mean, you it's know, when you talk new. about it, exactly. maybe, maybe that's where I was. I don't know. I guess be- you'll find out. Does Brian know? I was going to say, that'd be strange because you're married. That's exactly what I was thinking because you are married. So that'd be very bizarre. But uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't know that's what the love boat was about. Uh... (laughs) Did you ever watch the love boat with Gopher and Doc? Especially Doc. Stay away from the ship. Doc Doc, man is like, (laughs) yeah. No, I I actually don't. So, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, I. I don't know what the new love boat is going to be about either. So I don't know. I was just taking a shot in the dark. <laughs> it, it, well, new shows are typically the old show, but more extreme. And I can't even well, imagine because that show is so not reality version or it's a, it's yeah, a, isn't it? It's, it's a dating like a, show. I'm sure it's probably like I'm a love sure. Island on a boat. I'm guessing. Is I'm what, sure that's probably what it yeah, is. Cause everybody in the world sent me, you know, Hey, you need to apply. I'm like, dude, I'm married <laughs> with two kids. I love the love boat, but I mean, I'm not going to go there and see Charo. You know, it's Probably. not, you know, coochie coochie. You know, it's not that kind of Probably thing. Anyway, idea. so yeah. glad to have you back. And also joining us, we have our buddy, hashtag Scotty G up in the mitten. Scott, what's going on? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Mike. Um, if there's a doctor on this ship, Brian better watch out. For real, dude. I'm sure he's going to, he's going to swoop up and take Ricky off her feet. No <laughs> doubt about it. But happy Wednesday. Happy to be back. Mike, thanks for the invite. This is, I say it every week when I'm on the show for Wednesday. This is one of my favorite uh, favorite episodes to record because you never know what you're going to get. The topics are all over the place. I love answering listener questions. All right, let's hop in because we got a bunch today. Jennifer Grant sent this one in. She says, hey, Mike, I was just listening to the listener call-in show from July 24th, and Scott mentioned how he got off their cruise quick in the morning to get to Epcot. I was just curious how early he was actually able to walk off. We plan on walking off with our own luggage. We have a transfer picking us up to take us to Walt Disney World, and I'd like to get off as early as I can, but I need to let the car company know what time to expect us. Just curious how early he was able to get off the ship. So, Scott, let's use some technology. You got a timestamp for us? When did you get off? Um, Actually, I believe I do have a timestamp for that. So, because you kind of fed me this question a little early, which was cheating we normally don't do that but. <laughs> we were waiting we're but, waiting for ricky but we're waiting for ricky for that, yeah. so <laughs> so i do have a timestamp. so i took a picture in the parking garage when we got to the cruise ship and i sent it to mike and then i did like a com- side-by-side compare of like me giving like the sad face being back in the same spot in the parking garage and that was at 7 57 in the morning so i'd say roughly eight o'clock so i was already off the ship i was through customs and I was back in the parking garage by eight o'clock. So I would say eight o'clock would be a good time to shoot for because uh, you still have to walk, you know, and find the rental car and all that. So I think eight o'clock would be a good time. I would just say, like you were suggesting, I, I kept the luggage in the room, which I normally don't do, but I knew we wanted to beat it to get to Epcot first thing in the morning. So basically we skipped breakfast, we kept the luggage in the room and we just kept, you know, listening until the, the ship was cleared and we just walked off the ship with no problem. Like I told you, breaking my heart, skipping breakfast, man, on the ship. It's tough. I like to spend maximum time on the <laughs> ship, but, you know, I had a Guardians 
fast pass that was already waiting for me because we got it. Well, I mean, we didn't get it. Our friend got it for us while we we're on the ship, so we had the bucket to get to Epcot. But yeah, I mean, it's, it broke my heart skipping breakfast, Mike. Oh, but man. sometimes you gotta make that sacrifice. Just saying, we don't miss meals. I mean, Scott and I, we we don't we don't miss meals. All right, Anthony's in the live chat with us on Facebook. We appreciate him being here. He says, "Random question: Any chance they sell laptops at one of the shops on Disney Cruise Line?" He says, "I have lots of Chase points. I love you guys." I don't think they sell laptops uh, on the ships that I know of. I've never seen them. They do have some luxury items uh, in some of the ships, yes. um, but uh, they do not. Now, he says he has chase points. Now, this question is actually coming up, though. He, jokingly, he asked this, but some guests are having larger onboard credits right now because of these future cruise credits because of canceled cruises over the past couple of years. And what happens is that... If you have these future cruise credits that you don't apply to something outside of this original cruise that you're going on, when you board that ship, the future cruise credit will turn into an onboard credit, which if you're not careful, some some guests can end up with like a, a, an onboard credit of like $1,500, $2,000 for a four, three, you know, five night cruise, which is pretty large. Now, mm-hmm. you could spend it. You could supermarket sweep it. There's, there's plenty of ways right. to do that. You know, lots of classes, you know, mixology classes you know, uh, spa appointments. You can do a lot of ways to spend that. But a thing to think about is what you can do with a large future cruise credit that would turn into an onboard credit if you're in that situation where you had a canceled cruise is that you can use that those funds towards a deposit for a future cruise before you get on that the cruise you're going on originally. But, you know, you got to do that before you get on the ship. So just something to think about. But uh, Mike, can you put more like... So when you're on the ship, like I always do like the placeholder, right? Which is like, at that point, I think it's like a 250 or mm-hmm. something, right? Could you put more on that then? Or could you actually do the 20% deposit? I'm Ooh, not trying to put you question. on the spot here. I don't know. <laughs> the future, you probably could, but I don't, I, I don't know for sure. I'd have to ask. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because the thing is with these future cruise credits, it was something that was never in the books until COVID, right? right? The, I mean, the system right. didn't even have a way to document this stuff. That was where we were we were struggling in the in the cast members of Disney Cruise Line were struggling with accounting a lot of times because, you know, we were trying to keep track of all these, you know, funds because it'd be 25 percent of what somebody paid. But there was no way to, like, have a system that that took like point two five of the total because it was never in because the system wasn't the software wasn't written for that at Disney Cruise Line. There was never an exception for that, you know, like with. Oh, well, what if the cruise line closes down for six months and the ships don't sail and then we rebook and have this, you know, 0.25 bonus kind of thing. So it's been a mess. And, you know, good news is that is all going away here at the end of September. We're kind of back. Knock on wood. Back to normal days. We're getting close. All right. Lori's got a question that is time sensitive. So focus, focus, focus. Here we go. She's in our live chat planning an early character dinner before the Halloween party. Which would you prefer for location? Characters and food for three adults before the Halloween party. Cinderella's Castle, be our guest or storybook. She books tomorrow as we're recording. So she'll book on Tuesday. So Ricky, what would you do? Would you do Cinderella's Roll Table, be our guest, or I guess over at Artist Point, storybook dining? What would you do before the Halloween party? Three adults. Yeah, and I guess I would be helpful to know like what time they were thinking. Um, But... I would probably lean towards one of the in-park restaurants. So I'll either say uh, Cinderella um, Royal Table or Be Our Guest. And, you know, I I would go with whichever one. Probably Be Our Guest. But you know what? I I think either one is going to be fine. Um, 
Cinderella's Royal Table. Uh, both are prefix meals, you know, all, all three of them are. So, um, you know, whichever one is available is the one that I'm going to say, because both are hard to get. So if there's one that's available, I would go with that one. Well, we're followed up. She's going between three and four. Three now, I will say, so in, in the past, like I've gone to like, now this was one of our options, but we've had a nice meal like at Kona before one of the hard ticket events. Actually, it was a Halloween party because everybody in the restaurant, well, not everybody, but a lot of people in the restaurant had on their costumes. And right. I remember this was before the party too. This was probably, this might have been 10 years ago, but I remember it because there was a drunk guy in there dressed up like Jack Sparrow and he got up on the table and started. Yes. Yelling, I remember him screaming Jack Sparrow lines, like to the entire, yes. ah, he was yelling all the Jack Sparrow lines, like security had to take him out. And this was before the party. This was like at four or five o'clock in the evening. It was, we were doing a podcast event that night, but we were having dinner at Kona. Scott, were yeah. you there? Was this before? I you? was it not was, there. It no. was crazy. Was there, no. You were there. Or right? maybe I was Jack Sparrow. And you maybe just don't you know. were. Yeah, it, it was a crazy. I'm like, I could see this like at, you know, at Epcot at 11 o'clock at night. But this is Kona, like at 430. Like this is when yeah. it's supposed to be chill. Dude was up on the tables. like, And he looked just like Jack Sparrow. He did. And he really was up on the tables. Like, it's no joke. He was like standing up, like for sure on the chair. Yeah. He didn't make it to the party. His hard ticket never I'm got I'm sure used. he did not. No. <laughs> No, he was in Disney jail. But, you know, so I don't do you have any opinion, Scott, on that? I mean, what would you pick out of those three options? I would actually go to um, Wilderness Lodge and Mm -hmm. go to the the storybook dining. Because, like, kind of what you were saying, Mike, I you're going to be in that park for a long time, you know, like for the party. So I kind of I think it's fun to like be in. I don't know if they're wearing costumes or not, but I like to be in costume like at outside of the park because like you know I'm, I'm an attention hog you get a lot of people looking at your costumes and all that and i don't know it's kind of fun and then you can take the boat over um in your costume and like i don't know i think it just sets up for a good night to have your meal outside the magic kingdom um but that i have no real reason why but i just kind of like that thought process so that's why i would go with the the meal at artist point or yeah not artist point at wilderness lodge yeah i I'd do the same I, I just like to be you know outside and then boom bounce into the park for the party so i would go that way too and actually dennis is following up at, uh, on the future cruise credit credit question because he was just on the ship he said the future credit is only a 250 dollars charge through the app so you cannot can Use I do a follow-up cruise line question too, yes, Mike? Absolutely. From a question we had a couple of weeks ago. Oh so yeah, because, question about, yes, yeah, because we have an answer that we needed. We didn't know. Yeah, so someone asked about um because the wish right now, you can't do the full running track on deck four, which is a shame. So there was a question about, well, you know, I have a son that's in the athletes that likes to stay fit on vacation. Can they come into the fitness center, even though they're under 18? So our friend of the show was just on the live show the other night, Jody. She was on a recent cruise. It wasn't the wish. But she was in the fitness center and saw as long as you had like a, a guardian, like a parent was with a with a with a minor under 18, they were able to do it just fine. Can't promise that would happen on every every ship or every destination, but I know it can happen. So and that that's kind of where we landed too, Mike. We would think that as long as there was a guardian in the fitness center with like a 16 or 17 year old, especially, that wouldn't be a problem. And that's uh that's what we found out. I'm glad to hear that because that makes sense, right? I mean, it just makes it, – it's fair. It, it it just makes common sense that, you know, these athletes, these kids that are training for sports should be able to go somewhere to get in their miles and their training, and uh, it's going to work. All right, Katie's got a question here. She says, wasn't able to snag a reservation to Trader Sam's for our trip to Disneyland at the end of August. Any tips on getting a table for lunch or dinner for a family of four? Thanks. First Disneyland trip and so excited. And I'm so jealous because I love <laughs> – Love Disneyland. It is the jam. And I'm taking my little nephew out there because they 
they they're they're in the middle of moving right now, but he is into cars right now. And I'm nice. I've talked to them. We're making this happen. We're going out there with them. We're actually trying. We're probably going to have them on the podcast cruise too, because they 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 sail with us on the third podcast cruise. I think. Yeah, I remember we were with yeah, them at. Yeah, we did. Uh, we had drinks with them at Meridian. I remember. Yes, and, like, yeah, had a blast. yes, Sandy. Awesome. So Sandy and Andy, but now we have Austin, who's oh, awesome. Yay. So they're probably coming on the podcast cruise. We're also going to take them out to Cars Land. Um, nice. But okay, back to this isn't all about me, even though I guess it was there for about thirty <laughs> seconds. Back to Trader Sam's now, Scott. You, I know you had a good day at Trader Sam's there. I don't know if you, but you had an ADR prior too. But I saw a lot of people getting in because we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. I mean, as long as you lined up, it seemed like a lot of people got in day of. It's tough though. So I think they're getting in, Mike, for the outside dining. Okay. So because Trader Sam's at Disneyland has like it has the bar. And then I'm thinking there might be like six regular tables and like two high tops. They don't have very much seating at all. And I really want to say that they leave that for the reservations. Um, so, but they do offer the the outdoor seating, right? At Trader Sam's. So that's what the walk-ups are for, which is still a great experience. You know, like, I mean, it's not as like crazy as it is inside as it is outside, but it's, it's a gorgeous setting. You're sitting up, up high, you know, you're looking down on the resort. If you're there at night, there's usually like a ukulele player like playing like music, which is awesome. I seen some cats of Disney actually. Uh, the, I, I didn't the, see the a cat the whole, the whole time. I never saw a cat. No cats. Yeah. That's usually where I've seen them. Like is actually like in that area by Trader Sam's at the didn't Disneyland Hotel. So I would say yeah, go up to the podium at the time that you want to look, and they'll put you on a list. But I will just preface by saying this usually for the outdoor seating, but maybe you might get lucky and be able to get indoors, but definitely do it. It's worth the it. funniest thing that I thought was that I didn't know that they put like a time limit on you and you had to have like a drink yeah. minimum. So I had, <laughs> I had 90 minutes. So like I'm in there having a good time. Like, like I'm on my second mug for the day. Cause I love collecting the, the tiki mugs. And then the lady's kind of like, but well, you got like 10 minutes left. Do you want another one? <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, That's always so a great fun. time. I love Trader Sands. It's one of my favorite places in the world. So have fun, Katie, and let us know what you think, man. I loved it. So uh, let's go with that. All right. Julie's got a question. She says, hey, Mike, with the cost of park tickets, the extra stress and expense of Genie Plus and Scott's excitement in talking about his last minute cruise and cruising in general. I made a last minute change in plans. Thank you for helping me book. Thank you, Julie. And we leave in a week for our first cruise Woo! ever. So Yay! Scott, I'm telling you what, man, you gotta be careful what you say on this show because it mm -hmm. makes things happen. I mean, not, not just like for Disney, but for our guests, Julie, I've been working with her just today as we're recording about her cruise. She's going on a week from today as we record. Nice. She's leaving that awesome. Awesome. So she's cruising on the wish. I'm super jealous. On so, the wish too. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah dude. She's That's not, awesome. she's not playing dude. Our, our listeners don't play. Around. Our listeners don't play. They, they yeah. go, they go big or go home. Okay. She continues. My three children ages 10 to 14. And I can't wait to experience the wish. But I have a few questions we're hoping you, Pam, Ricky, or Scott could help answer. Number one, what time should we arrive to plan at the port? We'll hopefully have passed all COVID testing prior to arrival and be coming from Old Key West. Don't worry, Olivia's is in the plan for the previous day as we aren't going to any of the parks. Okay, so she's asking about that. Now, I believe Julie's a first-time cruiser, so she's doing gotcha. it right, too. So. Yeah. Port arrival time. So Scott, you've been the most recently on the ships. So give her, yep. give her what your process was for the So arrival. the port arrival time. And since I booked it kind of last minute, um, I got a later time. So normally like I would at the 90 days or whatever the, the cutoff is, I'm like right there at midnight trying to get an early port arrival time so I can maximize my time on the ship. I mean, even if it, I mean, it's just a couple hours. It's not like right. it's a huge difference. 
but um, they, I will say they are very strict to those port arrival times. So I, I tried to be kind of sneaky. I like, I, I played dumb. I showed up a little bit early because I, cause I thought, but this is like legit. Cause I was like, well, I have to park. I had to do my COVID test and all that. So it's going to take about an hour to do all that. So I showed up an hour early. They were not happy. They're like, your port arrival time says 140 and it's 1240. You, you're not supposed to be here. So the, wow. I would just say they're very strict right now due to the port arrival time, just because of COVID and everything, you know, they just, they want to limit how many people are in like the entryway getting onto the ship. So definitely abide to the port arrival when you do your online check-in. And uh, buttermilk chicken the night before, just saying. Yes. Okay, and number two, are lanyards necessary? Now, they, just so you know, they will give lanyards to folks that are castaway club members. I can't remember, though, if they give lanyards to first-time cruisers, because I know that they do for, like, silver, gold, and platinum. I Is think they leave a one? silver in your room for a first-time cruise. I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, I, don't I think they give it to you on your second cruise, though. I think they give it to you on your second one, too. Because you're, you're not a member yet. So, But they're not necessary. I mean, you get your key to the world card. You can put it in your pocket. But, I mean, it, if you want to bring a lanyard, just get a fun one at Disney or yeah. you know, just bring one from home. And I mean, because people do wear them. And I don't know if she's DVC because I hear about like uh, staying at Oki West. I'm not sure if they're a Disney Vacation Club or not, but there's awesome D- Disney Vacation Club giveaways on the ship. So if you are DVC, one of them that they give away like on the first night is a lanyard. So that's that's always a thing too. Or even if you go talk to them because they're really cool, they want to talk to you about DVC. They don't they're not even going to give you the sales pitch, but if you just say, "Oh hey, like can I get one of those lanyards?" Nine out of ten times they're going to give you one. So. Yeah, people are saying you get them on your second cruise because it, it is yeah. it yeah. it corresponds to the color of your level. So if you're silver, which would be your second to your sixth cruise, that then you get sense. the silver looking one, then you get a black one, I think, for gold. No, you get a gold oh, it's one. Gold. You, yeah, you get a good yeah. duh. You get a gold one yeah. for gold, then you get a black one for platinum. For platinum. And then yeah. stuff like that. Okay, number three. Uh we've watched some castaway key videos and are wondering what are the must-dos besides cookies, of course. That is <laughs> my must-do. Yes. Uh, do we all need our own snorkel equipment? What about the inner tubes or floating mats? Well, I don't think you're actually allowed to bring your own snorkeling equipment, so scrap that. Just rent it uh, because they have to have, like, it's all consistent. Like, it's got to be the right color. I don't, maybe you can bring your own. I don't know. I think you can bring your own. Maybe? I think Pam and Steve usually yeah, bring their do own, they? but that might have changed, though. I don't know. You maybe know. you can. Bring it, and they'll just tell you not to. I know that you do have to, like, follow rules. Of, like, if you're in the area... Like you have to have like right. your vest on. They're, they're, they yeah. will tell you. I mean, I've I've heard the lifeguards yelling at people to make sure that like your yes. mask is on if you're in the like snorkeling area. But I will say, now, I'm not a snorkeler because I I still my my you know lizard brain can't understand that even with a pipe in my mouth <laughs> that I can breathe when I'm underwater. I can't. Oh, you would have freaked out when I went scuba diving then. Oh yeah. no, they try. Okay, so when I was at space camp, I was an instructor there, right? And so. The last camp of the year, because I, I went there for one year, and then the next two years, I was an instructor. In the last camp of each year, in 2002 and 2003, it's International Space Camp. So they pull out all the stops for these teachers, because they're from, like, everywhere around the world. They're from, like, Turkey and the Philippines and, you know, everywhere, Spain and, you know, all the 50 states. So they get to do all the cool stuff. So all these teachers got to go into the, the neutral buoyancy tanks. They got to go down in the scuba tank. And go down like 40 feet and build this thing. Because, yeah. I mean, the other teachers, they got to do this cool thing, but it was, you know, it was like on land. No, these teachers got to do the scuba tank that took like four hours. So I was, I was like, dude, I kept dropping hints. I'm like, hey, man, I, I'm kind of, you know, can I, can I go? Can I go? And they finally, like, let me go. And they told us, you know, we had to go through this, like, 90-minute class, told us all the ways mm-hmm. this can kill us. 
You know, and they're like, if you yep. have asthma, your lungs are going to explode. Well, I do have asthma, but I lied and I said I didn't. You know, it's kind of like when you in the old days on the cruise, like, have you been sick in the last 72 hours? No. No. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so, you know, back kind of that thing. So I'm thinking like, okay, so they're putting all that stuff on me, dude. I'm in the wetsuit. I'm in like 90 pounds of like tanks and tubes are going in my mouth and I'm starting to like freak out. Like, I'm like, I shouldn't have lied. I shouldn't have lied. This is going to kill me. Like karma's going to get me at the bottom. And they're like, the, and so then they're like, whatever you do, if you panic, don't just jump up to the top of the tank. You'll get the bends. And so they're like, do you know what the bends are? So the bends no are like, okay, so what it's like this thing where if you shoot from like a really, like if you're down under the water, like super low, cause this, this tank went down like 45 feet and like the kids could watch you. Cause there's like little portholes in it, like in the, in the cafeteria at space camp. Oh, and no. it went way up to the ceilings where you got in. Cause it, you know, it's like 40 feet tall. Yep. And so, but if you would freak out and you would shoot yourself up to the top, your, 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 like the, the, your blood vessels will start like exploding. And there's like, uh -huh. it is the most painful thing. And this is what astronauts truly get too. Well, because when you go up, you got to go up like five feet, stop. Let your blood yes. vessels kind of like relax and go up another five feet, stop. They're like, if you freak out and you just shoot up to the top, they're like, you are going to be crippled. Like you are going to be just like, just a, you're going to be in the most pain you've ever been in your life. We're probably going to have to take you to the hospital. You're probably going to pop along. At that point, dude, this poor lady had put me in all the gear. Like it like changed and you're all like, nope, the I'm dials. Done. I was like, you know what? I'm not going down. I was like, I'm yeah. just going to, I'm just going to take pictures. <laughs> that was the what a, time what I a lesson. This it is. was because I freaked out. I was like, I could not, do it because I'm like I know I'm gonna get down there and I'm gonna start thinking I'm just gonna be like Whew. and it's gonna do, they're gonna have to like get me in a helicopter like back to some hospital and I'm I'm you know eight hours from my house in Huntsville so anyway yep. so well, I can assure this is not how it is on Castle no it's TV. not it's actually no, really bad so that's why I can't do that's it anyway. not snorkel that's that's again that's the last snorkeling. thirty the last three minutes back about Mike it shouldn't be about yeah Mike. I know right back right, to Julie exactly. I apologize. But what what are her okay? So Ricky, what are your must do's on Castaway Key, and also about the floaties and the you know the inner tubes and so, anything though not to miss? Yeah, I mean you you can rent those. Disney has those available for rent. Um, I honestly uh, just like relaxing on Castaway Key. I mean, who doesn't love to sit in a beach chair and just kind of hang out and relax? So um, that's kind of what I like to do. Uh, but I mean, there's a ton of things that you can do. Uh, they have, you know, you can um, do bike riding, uh, you can do all the uh, excursion things that they have. So um, you can do things like parasailing. Um, obviously, you have to sign up for that ahead of time. I've done that. That's uh, pretty fun. Now, that was pretty fun. It was a little scary, but it was pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and, you know, there's the the slides that they have for the kids and the kids at heart, yeah. uh, and, you know, and there's just the shopping. You can go in the shops and do that. Um, of course, you can be crazy and run like we've done. Yeah. Uh, so, crazy. you know, there's there's just a ton of things to do on the island. Um, but for me, it's my paradise. So I'm all in for, you know, good book sitting in a beach chair and just hanging out and relaxing that's that and then you know going getting uh you know getting in the water for a little bit you know just cooling off a little bit then coming back to my chair and 
hanging out. So that's that's usually what I end up doing. But it seems like it takes cookies forever to open up. Like, is, I'm always looking it at does. my watch on the I'm like, is it 11 o'clock yet? Like, it's it's only like 10? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I need to eat. Like, I haven't eaten like in two hours. Because you've been you've been out there in the water oh and you're gosh. hungry I'm when so you get out hungry. there. Yeah, 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 please. Yeah. Okay, Scott, you were just there though. Now, once you survived. The water spout slash tornado that went through right. when you were there, which very unlikely is going to happen to you, Julie. I'm just saying, but you are kind of following in Scott's footpath, you know, foot, footsteps here. So right. I'm just saying, be careful. But I mean, what <laughs> what did you like at the island? Because you were there recently. So this is kind of like an obvious answer, but I just like I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. And that's like if you have a camera or bring your phone, like make sure you're bringing that because I just love photographing the island. Like there are so many like cool angles of the ship. That you can only get like on yeah. that island. Like I love that photo that you can take like right when you get off the ship with the with the ship behind you. Yeah, I call it the butt. And then like yeah, the, the ship's butt there. Yeah, yeah the and then end. like you <laughs> like wherever you're at on the island, unless if you're like really deep into the jungle where you do the five K, you can usually see the ship. And mm -hmm. I just think I like getting different perspectives of the ship behind like the trees or these signs or whatever. So that's one of my favorite things like to do. Now that I've gone a lot, but I mean that might not be a first time or thing, but I just love taking photos. But um, I'm also a big fan of in the shade. Um, so yeah. you can get like really yeah. hot and toasty on the island if you're not if you haven't found like a, a tree to sit in like Ricky's got probably got her nice beach chair under a tree reading a book or maybe she's on a hammock. Um, but if you want to take a, a break from the beach, I love going to Indo Shade where they have like basketball games like air hockey, yep. ping pong and all that. And it is actually like really comfortable and shady and it's, it's really nice. You kind of forget like it's 110 degrees outside on the island. So that's a cool place to hang out. Absolutely. And Vero Mike's here in the live chat. He says snorkeling at Keswick. He was the best part of his cruise. My, like I said, my younger daughter, Mallory, she loves snorkeling with Pam Forrester. Always with Pam Forrester, though. Pam is a big snorkeler. So they love doing that together. And Jennifer yeah, says. It's, it's you see some cool things down there, too. They have some hidden like yeah. things that you can find with the snorkeling. I won't give it away, no. but yeah, it's but so cool. Disney relics are, are there. So you want to check that out. And Jennifer from right down the road here in St. Louis says she loves pulling up those little short beach chairs and just putting them right there on the edge of the oh. water and letting the water kind of just. That's the best. Lap up she it. also pointed out, too, like I didn't realize this. There must be a change that. The port arrival time is 30, 30 days now for everyone. I did not realize that. So that's that's good information to know. It's like everyone's on the same page when it comes to getting those port arrival times. All right. Last thing for Julie, what are some items you would suggest that we bring for a first that a first time cruiser wouldn't think about that I might want to add to my Amazon Prime order? So here's the thing about the cruise. You don't really need to th really bring much onto the ship. Like it's going to have everything you need. Most mm -hmm. everything's included. Uh, but I'm trying to think of like stuff you might want to bring as far as like electronic, like stuff to make your stateroom better. Is is there anything you bring though with you that, that I mean, like a door decoration? I mean, kind of the things yeah. that, that if you've never sailed, like you're like, oh, everybody else is doing this. I wish I would have known about that. Like people decorate their doors with magnets. I mean, but that, that, that that's not a big deal. I got a weird thing that I always bring. Um, and it's because of how the electricity works in the room. So you could put like, so there's like a slider where you have to put like your key to the world yeah. card in to get the power to the room. Yes. And it's nice to not always have it in there because you're conserving power, you know, but, but sometimes I'm pretty bad about that because I like the room to just stay cold all the time. So I usually bring, so it's, so I don't forget it. I always bring like an arcade card from yeah. like an arcade at Walt Disney yeah. World Resort. And I just put that card in first thing when I get into the room and I just leave it in there the whole time. Now, sometimes your stateroom host might lift it we'll up lift a little bit. Do they conserve like, your power? But yeah. I know it's a weird thing, but I keep one in my wallet at all times just in case if I randomly end up on a cruise ship, I got I got an extra card. And it's not a necessity, but it's just no. something I like to have because if I leave the I don't want to put a credit card in there and then like yeah, no. forget about it. 
So or, I like you know, yeah. Card. yeah. And that's actually a really smart thing because not a lot of people who haven't cruised on Disney Cruise Line don't know about that. And it's not a feature on the magic and the wonder. It started with the dream and the fantasy. So I've, and obviously I've heard it's on the wish as well. So that's definitely something to keep in mind because that's not something that you think of. Um, I have a few things that I bring. I bring like a, um, a, a paintbrush so I can brush the sand off my feet. Uh, I, I got feel one like of those one time in a fish extender exchange. That would be for me. I know, so just, just kidding, yeah, I know. exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ding. Uh, I bring uh, like pirate costumes, you know, for pirate night. Cause that's, you know, something uh, that's different. Not a lot of cruise ships have, um, but I'm like you, Mike, like whatever, you know, the ship has pretty much everything that you need. Um, one thing you might want to consider is the little clippies for your beach chair or for the the towel um that would be pretty pretty helpful actually because um you know whether you're up on deck or you're you know at castaway key or whatever the the if when the wind whips and your towel just goes everywhere so i would definitely consider bringing like little like little clippies for the back of your chair too all right now viewer mike says good sunblock is a must lip balm with a high spf because you will get it if you're hanging out in the water even on a cloudy yeah actually i think you get it worse on a cloudy day so be careful with that obviously it's pretty uh Pretty smart there, Vero Mike. And uh, I Kathy. like to always bring an appetite too, Mike. Oh, dude. Totally. Ah, there you oh, go. God, you don't have to worry about that. And then um, Kathy says uh, she brings a collapsible hanging closet organizer, gives you more storage Ooh. space for clothes, t-shirts, stuff like that. So, good idea. But I will say that the staterooms are becoming a lot more, uh, you know, very. They've they've really become uh, easy to put your stuff away and organize things. You know, they've come a long way, and they've right. taken the. Uh, you know, they, they've taken a lot of that over to Walt Disney World, which is very nice. And then Julie wraps it up. Thank you for all your help and for the cheery vibe you always have on the show. We love listening. So, Julie, have a great cruise next week. That's okay. awesome. I love I love that whole story about the kind of the last minute cruise, man. That's how you that's how you live in life right there. I love it. That is. I, I'm so jealous of that. OK, so this email came in last week and I got to give this one because this is interesting. So Eric has an email. Right. Hey, Mike. I'm a veteran Walt Disney World guy, annual pass holder, DVC member, and also a runner. I've done a number of the Run Disney events, and I've been concocting a new challenge. Let me know what you think. So I had to share this not only with, because I was going to share it with Scott, because he's my buddy that I run all the races with, but I want to share this with the audience as a whole, especially our lizards. So here we go. I've created a new running slash park challenge to thwart all previous ones. The goal is to run at least one mile at each Walt Disney World resort, with a total of 26.2 miles and visit all four theme parks with a ride and a snack all in one day. Woo. Okay, here we go. So that means I'm running at Animal Kingdom Lodge at Coronado Springs and Saratoga Springs, Polynesian, Fort Wilderness, etc., etc., along with hitting all four parks. I've got all the steps mapped out to take advantage of early hours and extended hours for the particular day I'm going. He's going on September 7th and he's staying at Saratoga. He's calling it Rabbit's No Time to Say Hello Challenge. I'm getting a shirt made up and everything, he says. So if you see him, that's this is our What guy. is he doing? Because I, I know there's more to this, but I can I, can I do this with him? Like, yeah, this sounds yeah, so well, awesome. Yeah, we may have crew. I mean, this dude, this yeah. is exhausting. This is going to be like Forrest, Cump, Forrest Gump. Man, oh, by, the, by the time he gets to Epcot, he's got a crew ready. And yeah, him. I have a crew and I have a beard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And his shoes will be all wore out. Okay, so he says, my biggest obstacle is that I could save a bunch of time if I could just drive my rental to some of the resorts and park there to do my runs, but I won't have a reservation or an ADR. What's the best way to convince the parking lot attendant to let me park at some of the 
those resorts for literally just 10 minutes. I want to avoid uh, the whole taking a bus from park to a resort over and over because that wastes so much time. Thanks, Mike, and I love your podcast, Eric. So I, I really don't know if we have an answer because you would really be, honestly, the only thing is you're throwing yourself at the mercy of the guy or gal yeah. at the gate. I mean, and they're probably right. not going to let you. But, I mean, if I you mean, have a shirt and you, yeah. you, you smell of sweat, I mean, you, you have two layers of legitimacy right there. I mean, and it's, it's almost like desperation. Uh, you know, it's like throwing yourself at the mercy of the court. But I love this idea. I just had to put this out there because I, this, you need to have a hashtag. You need to have, like, live something going on on September 7th. We have to follow because Scott's right. I mean, there, there could be a crew at the end of this thing. By, by the end of the time there, you're done. There better be a crew at the end of this yeah. thing. We know there's always going to be some lizards at Walt Disney World at any given time. So I hope some that are listening to this join Eric in this adventure because it sounds so awesome. It's crazy. And maybe I mean, that's what you need. You need like a you need like a friend staying at each resort and be like, oh, yeah, he's with me. He can park. I mean, that's not how it works either. But yeah, like. It's going to be tough to get into some of those resorts, especially like the contemporary yeah. or, or I the mean, Epcot Wilder, Even Wilderness Lodge is going to be difficult. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the Epcot resorts are. Oh, and Pop Century. I mean, you're an art of animation. Yeah. They will not let you in there anymore. Um, so. Yeah, that's that's a challenge. And, you know, Steven says to mobile order something there, but I don't even think that gets you in because that's, I, I don't you know, think it's guaranteed. They, they, yeah. they, they, the security guards are onto the game that people want to park there to either walk to a theme park or to get on a Skyliner, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they know the game. Now, again, sometimes you'll just get a really cool cast member that would see that you, if you explain the situation, but then again, you're also going to waste time if you go all the way over to <laughs> and Pop Century and you, you get turned yeah. around, you know? Yeah. So, but I love this idea, but I mean, this is exhausting on top of exhausting because you have... 26 miles of running and you're breaking it into one mile you know, approximately chunks you know or like you know two mile chunks plus going into theme parks riding attractions having snacks and then all the logistical like you know yeah. things to think about on top i mean i love it and i think it could be done but i think this would be harder than way harder than a full marathon i mean i don't know if he gives you his his map like because i'm curious where he's going to end so i'm going to ask you mike where would you say like you've done it all you're down to one resort you have to do 1.2 miles at one resort to finish the 26.2. What is the resort where you want to cross that finish line at? That's true. That's a good question. So follow up with us, Eric. And here's a would being a DVC member have any impact on that? Because sometimes DVC members are allowed to it kind can, of hop because more you can because you can pull hop. DVC you can pull hop yeah. DVC pools. There's like a couple like Stormalon Bay and I can't remember the other, even the contemporary is one that you can pool hop as a DVC member. Um, so believe it or not, you can actually go to park to the contemporary and say I'm pool hopping. Um, I, I never actually tried that. So I don't know how, but I mean, how that, that might works, be a great something idea, to though. use like your DVC card. Yeah. Cause you have a digital card now on your app and right. you could say, you know what? I mean, that's like another, you're just trying to find like an angle in, right. I mean, just something, something. Yeah. And that's kind of what, uh, Jeff said here, you know, a lot of times if you tell him you're shopping, they'll let you in. But he says he's a member, so I'm guessing he's a DVC member. So I think that just gives you just a slight better better odds there seeing your DVC members. So for sure. 
Yeah, Uber's possibly though, but I mean, then again, you're gonna it's, you know, it's gonna become expensive. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna turn into like you know you're paying for dopey again. So and then Vera yeah. Mike says maybe we can just do a GoFundMe for like the Ubers for that day because I'd I'd sponsor. Yeah, it. I'd, I'd throw in a few <laughs> bucks. I could just yeah. see this get done totally. I'd, I'd yeah. pay I'd pay for one of your Uber rides. I mean, we'd have enough yeah. people to pay for Uber rides to get around for the day for sure. Right. So it'd be fun. Okay, last question of the day. It is from Jenna. Hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scott. I have a question for you. Recently on a listener question show, a listener asked whether to do a five-day Disney fantasy trip with two stops at Castle or a five-night to the Wish. To my surprise, Scott and Mike both said the fantasy. You said if it was her first time, longer was better, and since she's never done one before, she doesn't need the brand-new ship. Here's my question. We're signed up for the BOGP podcast cruise next summer. Yes. yes. By the way, five more guests, five more families have joined us just this week for the podcast wow. cruise. This thing is insane. It's going to be crazy. We're going to have so much fun. Anyway, she says, but it will be our first ever Disney cruise. I'm nervous about it being in July as my family hates heat and we're hoping to do a few days in Disney World after. Being first time cruisers, should we switch to a cheaper cruise in a cooler time frame? Thanks for all you do. I love the podcast. When I put it in my ear, it's like having friends with me. Thanks, Jen. Jen, that is the greatest compliment you could give our show because... And we had a caller talk to Scott and I about this on Sunday night. And he said, you know, there's so many Disney podcasts and a lot of them are always talking about, you know, here's how you get the most out of Genie Plus, you know, and here are the rules for this and that. And he said that he enjoys our show because it is kind of his friends talking about Disney and sharing personal stories. And that is kind of what we do. Never really thought about it that way, but I appreciate that, you know, because, you know, we we do kind of know we know our stuff. But we're not trying to be that we are the end all be all. There are people that know the statistics better than us, probably, you know, and that get into the weeds a little bit deeper than we do. But we have a passion and we love. Well, that also fun. helps when you have like the live chat going too, not to go down this rabbit hole, but like how Jennifer was able to say, oh, actually, like with the port arrival times, everyone yeah. can do it. So that boom, we can quick correct something on yes. the spot, yeah, which is like, nice. Too. Yeah, it's like our, it's like because we have the best listeners. Absolutely. It's yeah. our external brain right there in the chat room for us. It makes us look a lot smarter. Now, here's the thing, Jenna, I want you sailing with us because I want your family sailing with us. So here's the deal on the cruise. It's fine because yes. you're never hot on the cruise. We always no. sail in the summer. Every podcast cruise has been in the summer. Every cruise I've ever taken on Disney Cruise Line has always been in the summer because my wife's a teacher and I was a teacher. You're totally good. Now, will it be hot at Walt Disney World after? Yeah. But I mean, that is also an opportunity. What we typically do, and I mean, we've all done this, is that we'll stay sometimes at a, at a hotel that has, you know, a nice pool. And we'll do, it's kind of like we extend the cruise out to the, to the Walt Disney World. We'll go into the parks early. We'll have a lot of pool time. And we'll go to the parks late to see the fireworks. And that's kind of how we do it. But I mean, on the cruise, the heat is not a problem at all. And I'm telling you what, on the Disney Wish with all these families coming together, we're all, you know, huge Disney fans. We're going to have a lot of events planned. We're going to do a podcast recording on the ship. It stay with us. It's going to be, I'm telling you what, it's going to be incredible. Don't, don't pick another one. I mean, Ricky, yeah. you've done them. It, you're not hot on the cruises. I mean, it's, you're, you're, you're totally in swimsuits almost the whole entire time. No, you are hot at one. You are hot at one point, the but it doesn't matter if it's January. K. It's when you're on that deck barefoot, man. It's oh, not true. Yes. Your feet burn <laughs> off. <laughs> you're totally yeah. right. That's going to happen in January. Yeah, you're too, right. You're right. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, I mean, God. you basically live in a swimsuit on the entire cruise. So, I mean, yeah, you're not going to be hot on the ship. It's going to be just fine. But it will be a little toasty out, uh, you know, at Disney afterwards. Yeah, but I mean, uh, AC on the ship. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. most time you're in the pool deck. 
you're totally good. Like, trust me, I've yeah. never even thought about being hot on the, we no. always, you know, we've sailed in July and we've had on like Santa hats because the one oh, year yeah. we did Christmas in July. That was so stupid. But I mean, you're, you're cruising. Like there's a big breeze, you know, and everybody's sure. having, you yeah. know, it's good. Your last, okay. So Jenna, we'll see you. Please hang with us. It's gonna be awesome. And then throw in one bonus question. Kevin just asked, is there a trick to getting into annual pass previews? He says he's a Canadian pass holder, but never received any emails with regards to anything pass holder related. I would just make sure your email's updated. That sounds like Scott. I mean, you get into a lot of AP previews. I never do them, but you have any yeah. tricks for Kevin? Just, real quick? just make sure. Well, sometimes they're bad about announcing it. Like when they did the Guardian ones, yeah. they didn't even like. Sometimes they'll give you a warning, like, "Hey, in in a week from now, sign up for this at nine o'clock." Or sometimes it'll be like, "Hey, guess what? We just started Surprise! this. Go, it's live yeah. now." And then you're just too late to it. So exactly. Being, so following on social media helps a lot too, but like now everyone's going to be on Twitter at work. You know, we got right. jobs we have, we have to do, but yeah, just making sure your email is up to date and make sure like it's not going to spam or anything like junk. Cause sometimes it does for my Google account. Like I have my yeah. inbox, I have my junk folder or like my, my promotions or whatever. A lot of times they go in the promotion folder, which I'm just missing. So make sure you're checking all the inboxes. I would, um, I would contact the VIP pass holder. Um, you know, the, they they have like a, a support um, service there and they would be able to help you, um, you know, get figured out a little bit. Uh, I get the emails, but I don't ever get mail, uh, which is kind of weird. Uh, like mail never comes in my name. It comes in Brian's, but it never comes in mine. So, um, you know, and I've tried to get that fixed for a while and it, it, I haven't been able to figure it out, but, uh, the VIP pass holder website will definitely be able to assist you in like figuring out maybe you accidentally clicked something one time and it took you off the list. So that'll, that'll help you. This email is so random. Cause like for a year it'll go, everything will come to page and then for a year it'll come to Mallory and then for a year it'll come to Pam. Like I, I, I used to get Mallory track. email. Cause speaking of like podcast crews and doing something afterwards, like the, the year we did the two, two bedroom, like I signed everyone up. So I put like my address for everyone, like Mallory at my address. So I started getting like our Disney file magazine, our DVC magazine would come to our house, address the Mallory. Yeah, I, said, I don't know how <laughs> so they random. do it. It's like totally is randomness. I know totally. I mean, like, and I would never get it in my name. I'm like, I'm the one paying the bill. You know, at least put my name on the thing. Come on now. Give me, give me some love Disney. Anyway. So we're going to duck out of here, but here's the good news. On Friday, we have so many listener questions. We're going to do more listener questions. We're going to scrap it. We're going to go on the fly. We're not going to talk Disney Tech. We're going to do a Disney Tech, but we're going to hold that for one more week. We're going to answer more questions because we've got some great questions in the inbox that need to be hit. So stay tuned. Friday, more questions, all kinds of Disney topics coming your way. So don't forget today's show, always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line Adventures by Disney Trip. You want to join us on the podcast cruise? Let's get a quote going. It's July 3rd to the 7th, 2023. This time next year. Actually, it's only 11 months away at this point. Yeah, finally. Less than a year away. We're sailing the Disney Wish. We're going to have a 4th of July extravaganza on the ship. And it's going to be a blast. We're going to Castaway Key. We're going to have a sea day. We're going to have a podcast recording on the ship. We're going to have a special event on the island. Just for folks that book with us at The Magic for Less, it's going to be great. Just swing by the website. Just go to themagicforless.com. Fill out the quote form. Just, you know, select the uh, Disney Wish Sailing for July 3rd. And uh, mention the podcast cruise. I'll get that right out to you. We'll get you some numbers and availability, and uh, we can go from there. We'd love to have you, though, because this one, I'm telling you what, we've got more people sailing with us this time. And this time, a lot, a lot of new families, a lot of new faces. So that is super exciting. I'm super excited for that. Of course, we got our old friends going with us, too. But so many new friends to meet and a lot of kids. 
kids going on this one too. And the kids are going to make friends. It's just, I love seeing that. So it's going to be awesome. But anytime you have travel needs, just please swing by themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. It uh, really supports everything we do. So please click through that link. And a huge thank you to our patrons, patreon.com slash brguestpodcast. You guys make this all happen and you get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So swing by today, patreon.com slash brguestpodcast. Give Ricky a follow on the social. I think that she's uh, out of her reality TV block out now, so she can, yeah. you can check her out. She's at Ricky Nibs. Instagram and Twitter, Scott's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T, one T. And I'm at Be Our Guest Mike, so give us all three a follow. We'd love to talk to you this week. And don't forget, this Sunday night, join us for the live call-in show. You, me, and Scotty G. We'll be taking your call, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, on YouTube and Facebook. All right, we're going to jump out of here, and we'll be back again on Friday. More listener questions coming your way. So be there or be square. So for Ricky and Scott, I'm Mike. Wishing you a great Wednesday. Time to get back to work. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.